Hello, welcome to Make It Happen, the podcast. I'm your host, Emily Harris, life coach, mindset mentor, and entrepreneur. And I'm here to be your guide and bring you all things mindset, personal growth, and self-discovery. This podcast is designed for the people who believe they truly can have it all. The people who are ready to unapologetically be, do, and have everything they dream of. It's your place to be for all the inspiration, knowledge, and empowerment you need to fully wake up from unconscious autopilot, expand your self-awareness, and wildly transition into the most confident, most energized, self-loving, and powerful version of yourself. And by listening to this podcast, you've already taken the first step. So take what you need, leave what you don't, and know that you truly are the expert on your own life. And if you're ready for unshakable confidence, deep self-compassion, and radical mindset shifts, then you're so in the right place. So let's go make it happen. So this podcast episode is actually coming to you off the back of um, my one of my Fear to Freedom workshops and a conversation um, or something that came up for one of the girls inside the program was that she said to me, I'd never considered myself a spiritual person. You know, I know spiritual people, like they have their crystals and oracle cards and, and things like that, but I'd never really considered myself like that. And this came off the back of um, doing a higher self meditation, which was super emotional and brought up lots of amazing realizations um, and spiritual experiences for, for the girls inside the container. And it really um, lit a fire in me and I wanted to share more on this topic because I truly believe that unfortunately this idea of spirituality and the universe and, and all of this stuff has almost been hijacked by the idea that being spiritual means everything on the outside. It means that we should be doing certain things on the outside and have certain things on the outside of us. For example, like having the crystals, having the oracle cards, you know, being the kind of person that's like, yeah, yeah, I meditate for an hour every single day. And you know, if you do, that's amazing. If you have your crystals, if you have your oracle cards, I'm, I'm sat here with mine right next to me right now. Like, of, of course, it's, that's amazing however that's not what spirituality is that's not what spirituality is at all and because of that I really really want to share some of the some of my codes some of my learnings teachings from my own spiritual journey you know spiritual awakening if if you like um and really that all came from the moment where I was kind of just like, is this it? Um, and you know, it was the most kind of like human experience possible externally. I was at work and I've told you if you if you've been around for a while, if you're like an OG, <laughs> then you'll know my story about when how this all came about and how I started my business and how I started to train to become a life co coach and, and get all into this world and 
unfortunately at first resulted in a, a breakdown and then a complete building up and rebuilding the person that I was and um, the person that I am in this world. But it all came from, like I said, the most kind of human experience where I was at work and I was like, is this it? You know, surely, like I've got my like dream job and I'm doing what, you know, I should be doing in my life. And like, is this it? Like, surely there is something better, like something greater, something more powerful. Because I think as we grow up, like throughout our lives, we're born and it's, you know, a miracle, right? And we go to school and we kind of follow the system and follow the steps and we're always kind of moving forwards. And then I always find like at at some point, and I experience this with clients as well, they say to me that, you know, at, at some point in their lives, they got to a moment where they were like, oh, okay, well, I've kind of like looking on on paper, I've kind of got everything that I wanted or I should have. Like, what am I going to do then for the rest of my life? Like the next 60 years of my life, just do this. And a lot of the time, you know, if this resonates for you, then that's some sort of spiritual awakening, some sort of moment where you thought, no, there is something bigger, there is something greater than this experience that I'm having right now. So with that, I I really want to share, like I said, some of the codes, some of the teachings, some of the experiences that I've had um, so that this idea of of spirituality kind of like debunked debunk it a little bit um it's not something that is kind of woo woo and outside of us and superior to anything um in in our human experience in in our lives right now and the first teaching the first code is that you are a spiritual being having a human experience. And you might have heard that before, and I'm gonna dive into this a little bit more because, you know, that's a great quote, Emily, but what does that even mean? (laughs) You are a spiritual being having a human experience. You are not separate from the divine. You are not separate from source, from God, from the universe, you know, whichever one resonates for you you're not separate from anything. I'm not separate from these crystals that are on my desk right now. This microphone that is on my desk, this plant that's on my desk, this glass of water, it is all energy. Every single one of these objects, every single object in your room right now, the clothes that you're wearing, the the items that are surrounding you, the room that you're in, has a frequency, has, in my opinion, a soul, an energy. But we were taught that we are separate from this, that we're separate from nature. Society, you know, the system, the Western culture has taught you that you are separate, that only science can explain things. And if science can't explain them, then it is disconnected, it's untrue, it's woo-woo, it's weird, you know, and if you even think think back to not actually that long ago, women who had psychic abilities or 
women who simply recognize that they were connected to something greater than themselves were burnt at the stake they were witches they were wronged um they they were they were not welcome but i want you to know that you came into this world and that wasn't the first time that your soul has has been here that wasn't the first time someone in your family was born right So our DNA, our experiences, our soul has been on a journey already before we're even born. So those witches, those women who were burnt or drowned because they were weird, because they were woo-woo, or just like I said, simply because they believed that there was something greater than their physical body, they're us. They are in us and a lot of us are feel shame, feel guilt around this. So we dull down our intuition, we dull down our psychic abilities and there are only certain people that come out and, and openly ex- express that and they have their, you know, if you think about like tarot readers, um, psychics all those kind of people but we forget that they're not separate from us they are simply someone who is more tuned in than us to the fact that we are greater than we can we can possibly at than our human logical mind can possibly ever believe and with that a feminine being's intuition is not to be fucked with (laughs) explain why sometimes we get this intuitive download this intuitive feeling or just an experience in our body that's like "Mm, things feel icky or that's not a good idea or yes I want to do this or I don't want to do that and I can't explain it but just something is telling me no or something is telling me yes right that's the intuition and that's the bit when you go to someone who believes that we we are separate and we are not part of anything greater than us they discount it they think we're weird maybe they get completely triggered and and try and start an argument or they their nervous system is triggered and they fight flight or freeze right they don't want the conversation so you are not separate from the divine And I wanted to share a quote with you from Wayne Dyer, who, I don't know if you've read any of his books, I would 100% recommend. I would say, like, take everything kind of with a pinch of salt and, and like everything, like everything that you learn on this journey, every single person that you listen to, listening to this podcast right now, I say in the introduction, you know, take what you need, leave what you don't. Whatever resonates for you, take it. Whatever doesn't, that's okay. You're meant to hear what you're meant to hear right now. You're meant to absorb what you're meant to absorb right now. You don't need to know everything just yet. Um, so with that, yeah, his his books are incredible. Um, when I first started out, I kind of felt like they were a little bit kind of far-fetched for me, but that's because I was believing at the time that there wasn't anything greater than me. So when I lent into that and, and read his book, A Spiritual Solution to Every Problem, 
with an open mind and an open heart, the teachings in there are just, wow, (laughs) just so, so powerful. And the quote that I wanted to share with you is, he says, we've lost the sense of our own divinity. We think that we're separate from God, but we can't be. We must be like what we came from. And we came from an infinite, loving, kind, beautiful source. We've forgotten that. And if the word God doesn't resonate for you, then just swap that in for the universal source or the divine, whatever whatever feels best and, and most comfortable and most safe for you. But I love that quote because we've been taught to conform to this narrative, this belief that we are separate or even superior to anything else. You know, humans are the most powerful beings on this earth and all of this stuff. And this fight for power, you see it in the media, you see it in governments, you see it in the system, the patriarchy, you know, all the time, this fight for power, this fight to be superior. So we've been taught to conform to to this narrative, this belief that we are separate, that there is nothing greater than us. But really, you are a miracle. It is a miracle that you are here having a human experience right now, that your soul chose this life right now, this moment right now. And something along the way taught you that you weren't a miracle anymore. When you were born, I'm sure, People surrounded and thought, wow, this is magical. This is an amazing experience. How beautiful, what a miracle. All of these kind of words. And that's true. But something along the way taught you that you weren't a miracle anymore. And that allows the system to keep us playing small, to keep us conforming, to keep us inside the box so that we don't step out of it. We live like a normal life, a mediocre life, and we get to the end and we think, yeah, it was all right, I ticked all the boxes, but was I fulfilled? Was I deeply, deeply happy? That's the question, isn't it? And that's what society, that's what Western culture doesn't want. It wants to keep us you know, keep the economy running and keep us safe and in our box all the time. So anything, any kind of belief or inkling that, and you might feel this actually, if you're feeling this in your nervous system, kind of tightness or in in your body right now, just take a couple of breaths because to your nervous system, to your mind, this stuff is like, whoa, (laughs) hang on a second it's scary. It can trigger the fight or flight because we're not taught this stuff. We're not taught that we're greater. We're taught to play small all the time. So the second that we start to get a bit curious and start to play play a little bit bigger, play big, step into our power, step into recognizing that we are connected to everything around us through something that science simply cannot explain feels to the nervous system absolutely terrifying so it's so much easier to run away from it 
to stop this podcast or stop even thinking about it because our minds can't comprehend it. If our minds can't comprehend it, we can avoid it. We can resist it, pretend it doesn't exist. If science can't explain it, we're taught to believe that science is is the only thing that is truth. If science can't explain it, we're taught to just ignore it, pretend it's not a thing, call it a coincidence, right? But nothing, and this is the second code, nothing is a coincidence. We can't explain the unexplainable, so we discount it, you know, we try and rationalise it in our minds, our logical mind wants to rationalise, make sense of everything, find a reason why, and we call it then a coincidence, because our minds want sense. To the human brain, the unfathomable, the magic, is terrifying. And a good way to kind of see this for for what it is, is right now you're sat in a room, right? Or maybe you're not, maybe you're in a car. Um, Wherever you are, imagine if you zoomed out a little bit, like a bird sitting on a tree looking down on yourself. And then imagine if you zoomed out a little bit more and you were floating on a cloud above yourself looking down. And imagine if you zoomed out a little bit more and you were sat on a star looking down on yourself. Zoomed out a little bit more and you were sat on the moon. Zoomed out even more and you were floating in nothingness looking down on the earth and you could no longer see yourself you could no longer see the room that you're in right now how does that feel in your nervous system because I can tell you for sure something in my nervous system feels triggered and feels confused and I can feel a sense of oh my goodness that is wild you know So that explains, and and we can't explain that. We don't know how big the universe is. The science cannot explain how big it is. There is something way more than we could possibly ever know. It's the same with the ocean. It's It's not been explored. The whole of the ocean hasn't been explored. So our minds can't comprehend it because science can't explain it. So we discount it and we resist it and we pretend it's not a thing and we just call it coincidence because that's the easiest way for us to rationalize this experience that we're having. I hope that makes sense. I mean, some of this stuff might be like completely revolutionary for you and that's amazing. You might already be kind of tapped into this frequency, but I invite you to be open to receive and take what you need, take what resonates and run with it. (laughs) Run with it, connect, feel into anything that's coming up for you and explore it. The third code that I wanted to share with you is that you are more than a physical body. We're taught that a lot of the time, you know, our our worth is dependent on the way that we look. And if we change the way that we look, and this is a whole other conversation because the smaller we are, the less space that we take up, the more accepted we are, right? In society as a whole, you know, I call bullshit on it all, but that's what society teaches us. The smaller the body, the shorter we are, the tinier we are, the less space that we take up, the more accepted we are in the system, in society. We're taught that that is us 
our physical body, our physical appearance is us and that is it. Not true. There is a soul deep within you and I'll tell you how you can kind of connect with this. Have you ever experienced, have you ever said something or ever thought something and thought, where did that come from? I didn't know that I knew that. I didn't know that this was a thing for me. Um, Perhaps some wisdom, some words, some thoughts that you have, some beliefs that you have, and you're like, I have no idea why I feel so passionate about this. Like me speaking with you right now, and that is your soul speaking. That is you being a channel, your physical body being a channel for your soul's desires, for your soul's truth to come out. And that is beautiful. (laughs) That is beautiful. But we forget that we, we, we put that down to a coincidence, right? And we just put it down to, oh, well, I'll never know. So I'll just never look at it. But our physical body is literally just that. It is literally a bunch of cells that holds our soul and allows us to be on this earth, be accepted onto this earth so that we can have a human experience. And you know, my belief says that when this life is over, the only thing that disappears is our physical body, that's it. There is something way more than this that, again, our minds can't comprehend, so it's so much easier to just say it's the end and just say that that's it. But to me, that's not the case. There is so much greater than that. Explain how we meet our loved ones who have passed in meditations and visualizations explain how sometimes the lights flicker when we think about them or explain why sometimes we see a white feather when we when we need support from them the most explain why sometimes the weirdest things happen you're thinking about someone and they text you or when someone has passed away their belongings move about or funny kind of stuff happens and that's how we explain it that's how our logical mind explains it tries to rationalize it as oh I just might be I just must be so overtired that I'm seeing things so much easier to say that than to lean in and think that is not the end then there is something more and they are trying to communicate with me and tell me and support me um so yeah you're not a physical body you're a bunch of cells holding a soul and that soul has passion, has purpose, has desires that deserve to be felt, that deserve to be brought out, deserve to be manifested in this world and that's why you're here because now is your time, now is your chance. The fourth code is that we live in a technological world. And we must then marry the 3D, the third dimension, and the 5D, the fifth dimension. And I wanted to share this one with you because 
now if if you find that you're leaning into this a little bit more or you're already on your spiritual journey or spiritual path and recognizing that you are connected and that everything is energy everything has a frequency and you are a spiritual being having a human experience right we must marry that that five fifth dimensional experience of living and being from the heart with the third dimension which is the illusion of the mind you know of the ego of linear time the third dimension is what we are taught to believe and the fifth dimension is what is true that we are taught to almost discount feel like that's a good definition and I'm going to explain the, the 3D and the 5D a little bit more and explain how you can marry the two. So a lot of the time in the spiritual world, and like I said at the start, this kind of almost like hijacking of the idea of spirituality um, is that, you know, it exists outside of us. So crystals, oracle cards, all of this stuff. And that you can't, the belief is, you know, if I'm a spiritual person, then I can never possibly get in an argument with anyone or I can never possibly get triggered. Or alternatively, I can't ever watch television ever again because like that is not a spiritual thing to do. Or um, I can't work a nine to five job because, you know, spiritual people only have their own spiritual businesses and and that's it. And they work on their own time and their own terms. Not true. You can be a spiritual person and work the most corporate job and work your way up the nine to five corporate ladder. That's okay. That's actually quite normal. And we need more of those people in the world, more of those people who are bringing this into the third dimension, into especially the industries that are very kind of this masculine energy, that logical mind, our mind is more powerful than the heart. And this is what the third dimension is all about. So third dimension, the illusion of the mind, the idea, you know, the illusion of the ego, the idea that time is linear and it is like living from the shoulders upwards. That's how I would explain it. The third dimension is like living from the shoulders upwards, the belief that the mind is more powerful than the heart. The fifth dimension is living and being from the heart. And really, it takes almost a rebellion (laughs) to move away from the third dimension into the fifth dimension from believing our mind is more powerful than anything. It takes a rebellion to believe that. Because like I said, we're taught that everything is logical and everything has to make sense and that we should follow our our minds over our hearts because that's where we make sense of things. And it takes surrendering to fear, the unknown, and not needing to find a reason why to just let it be, to access the fifth dimension. If the third, the 3D and the 5D like doesn't resonate for you, you can basically what I'm saying is normal life, what we're taught is the 3D and the 5D is this spiritual life, this spiritual way of being, this heart-led, soul-led way of being, of living, of experiencing our human life. So with that, 
I wanted to share a couple of things that you can do, a couple of things that you can embody to enhance your own spiritual journey and your own spiritual pathway. And the first thing that is coming up for me is you've got to release any expectations of yourself. Anything outside of yourself really is is not spiritual. If you're hearing people speaking about, oh yeah, I have like all my crystals and that means I'm spiritual. That's actually an ego thing because the, the ego, the facade is saying that I want people to think that I'm a spiritual person. So I'm going to tell them that I do all of these things. So then that makes me spiritual and then what does that make me more superior that's an ego thing then know that you are a spiritual person already you are spiritual you are a spiritual being having it having a human experience so you don't need to go out and, and buy crystals and buy oracle cards yes they can definitely support your spiritual journey all you need to start doing is become open is become open to receiving guidance, wisdom, open to seeing the possibilities, open to recognizing that you're never alone, that you are always supported, that everything is energy and that you you don't have to rationalize everything and make sense of everything. That is spirituality. That is following your heart and being rather than doing all the time. The second thing is that it requires choice. It requires the decision to believe that you are a spiritual person, that you are part of something greater than yourself. And with that, it requires some sort of ego death or some sort of ego crumbling in a way. Because really, how much happier and calmer would you be if you knew that you were never alone, that you were always supported, that you were part of something greater and more magical than your mind can possibly ever comprehend? How much happier and how much calmer would you be if hearing that takes a weight off your shoulders and you think, yes, I would be so much calmer, so much happier, or your soul is calling for you to surrender to that a little bit more, then lean in, become open to it, remain open to it, and recognize that there are no expectations, there are no pedestals, you are already spiritual. You already are you are a miracle and don't let anything, anyone, any system, any society, any culture tell you otherwise because you are way more powerful than you'll ever know. You've been listening to Make It Happen, the podcast with Emily Harris. The place to be for all the inspiration, knowledge and empowerment you need to fully wake up from unconscious autopilot, expand your self-awareness and wildly transition into the most confident, most energized, self-loving and powerful version of you. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave a five-star review and share it on your socials. 
because the more you share, the more people we can reach to truly help them to access all that they need to truly make their dreams a reality. Don't forget to hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss out on any further episodes. And I hope you have a beautiful day. Lots of love.